This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Welcome to Pat and Stu, the uh, Monday edition. We're happy to be here. Happy to have you with us. Aren't we happy? We're happy. Uh, again, I'm, uh, you say this a lot. I'm You're kind of indifferent on it. Uh, Stu's indifferent. I'm happy. Whether you come Jeffy? or you don't. Oh, you know? yeah. I've never been happier. Jeffy's never been happier. I do feel really passionate about Jeffy not coming, and that doesn't ever seem to make any difference. So why would no. it make any difference uh, if, you know, I care? It probably show up. Probably wouldn't make you know. I mean, honestly, like I, we can't see you. I mean, we we think you're watching. We see numbers that say you're watching, but when we speak, we can't even tell you're there. So, Mm -hmm. really, it's just basically, you know, it's just your word against ours. Mm -hmm. It's a weird way to look at it. (laughs) It is a little weird, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, no, I'm uh, very happy to be here, Pat, and uh, glad to do the show with you today. There's so much that happened this weekend. I, I. we finished the show, and I was like, we didn't even talk about the Ben Carson thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, fill us in on that, because that, and I'm sorry I called you Phyllis. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were Phyllis yeah. for a second. But <laughs> it just he looks like a Phyllis. I would say that's kind of true in, in some weird way. Uh, so Ben Carson, as you know, is backing Donald Trump. By the way, another person, this is kind of just breaking as we're sitting here. On the air, uh, another person who's backing Donald Trump uh, is Sarah Palin, as you know. Oh, Big rally she's today. Terrific. She's great. She's terrific. Uh, she's done. A, she's done a good job. She's. Oh. She is uh, snatched uh, defeat out of the jaws of victory uh, many times. <laughs> uh, such a promising. Uh, forget it. So anyway, uh, she's canceled her rally, her big rally in the, at the villages today in, in Florida. And this oh, is the villages, the villages where uh, where Joe, Joe Biden Joe Biden loves, probably go place. in just a few months. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we assume always that he's going to retire there as he thinks sings the scenes. He's the actual voice of the theme song. I believe she did not cancel yeah. that because of some <clears throat> violence. Well, let me let me give you let me give you the well, full. I'll give you the full. You've statement. seen the the villages people. That's They're, what I'm saying. I mean, come on, the seventy five year old people. If she gets not, surrounded by golf the carts, villages. all hell could break loose. <laughs> right. She did exactly. good. If you joke, but those. <laughs> 85, 90-year-olds, Now you think they get Sarah pissed, and they'll tear that place limb from limb. Sarah Palin at the Villages should have thousands of people, right? <laughs> it should, yeah. Right, you'd think, right? This is, is that the, why it's canceled, I nobody showed? I don't know. 
here's the statement. Canceled. Sarah Palin uh, in Florida today. The event scheduled for Sarah Palin to take place today in the villages at noon has been canceled. Governor Palin wishes her best to Mr. Trump in the upcoming primaries. That's the entire... <laughs> wow. Did they have a falling out? Like uh, what? That sure sounds like it, doesn't wow. it? It does. I mean, maybe it's just a terribly written statement. I mean, maybe wow. the campaign manager was in the middle of abusing a it, woman somewhere and didn't get time to really get to spend any time <laughs> writing it. I don't right. know. Sounds uh, like she's wishing him a hearty hi-ho. It does, kind of. And again, wow. this just came out. And, you know, East Coast time... I mean, it was a couple hours. It came out a couple of hours before the actual uh, wow, the actual rally itself. Which again, if thousands of people are going, you kind of would assume uh, that maybe you want a little bit more lead time. Uh, but you know, there was another big cancellation in Chicago uh, this weekend because of violence and all the people. Oh, I can't believe it. this is a shutdown of free speech. Well, first of all, Donald Trump canceled the rally. Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay, now. He had protesters there that were they were talking about there being violent confrontations. It wasn't like they were it wasn't like they were fearing necessarily an attack from these protesters. They were worried about protesters and his fans fighting. Beyond that, the he said the Trump said the police told him he needed to cancel the rally. Um, the only person who seems to not know about that were well the police. They didn't seem to know any of the police didn't seem to know anything about that. Mm. Uh, the police did not tell him to do it. He just said the police told him to do it. Again, a bizarre, bizarre story. And Ben Carson, who has lost all credibility with this decision. Oh, man. Again, like, I could see, if he, if he signed up for John Kasich, John Kasich sucks. But I get it. All right, whatever. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, I wouldn't say he lost all credibility. You lose all credibility as the nice guy going after Donald Trump and then going on TV and backing him uh, as if you think it's a potentially legitimate selection. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone's saying, wait a minute, Ben, you're the guy who's supposed to never... Uh, you're soft-spoken, you're, you're very religious, you care about other people, you're never going to insult anyone, and then you're going to Donald Trump who called you a pedophile? How can you be doing this? Well, in his efforts to justify his pathetic decision, which mm -hmm. is, you know, all the speculation is he was just essentially bought off, uh, offered a high-level position in the administration if Trump wins, um, but uh, he gives you a little nugget as to what's actually going on behind the scenes. If you're a Trump supporter, you'll want to see this. Watch. Some people said, well, why, why would you uh, get behind a man like Donald Trump? I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, first of all, I've come to, to know uh, Donald Trump over the last few years. He is actually a very intelligent man who cares deeply about America. There are two different Donald Trumps. Oh, wait. There's the one you see on the stage, and there's the one who's very uh, cerebral, Okay. sits mm -hmm. there and considers things very carefully. You can have a very good conversation with him. Um, and that's the Donald Trump that you're going to start seeing more and more of right now. And some people said, but... Well, you know, he said terrible things about you. How can you support him? Well, first of all, we buried the hatchet. That was political stuff. Um, and, you know, that happens in American politics. The politics of personal destruction, all that, uh, is not something that I particularly believe in or anything that I get involved in. Um, but I do recognize that it is a part of the process. I have found in talking with him that, uh, you know, there's a lot more alignment philosophically and spiritually oh, than I ever 
thought that there was. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if he, that particular part of the quote was actually in there, but he said that Trump essentially tells him things. He, some of that stuff he doesn't really believe. <laughs> some of that stuff he doesn't really believe. The exact quote I don't have here, but... That is um, unbelievable. Yeah, he said, like, and, and, you know, people, he's kind of, like, he's insinuating that, you know, a lot of it, like, the hatred, or the, the pedophile stuff and the things like that. Oh, he doesn't really believe that. He just says that. But, I mean, you know, it's exactly what he's doing with his policies, too. He said over and over again, mm -hmm. I can change to whatever I need to be. Yep. Um, so that's, uh, I, mean, what the, I mean, it's really a disgrace for, for Carson. And I will say one other thing about Ben Carson we've never discussed before. I would have a real problem with my neurosurgeon having his eyes closed that often. Mm -hmm. I want my neurosurgeon to have his eyes open. I want him to be able to see what he's doing uh, because that's important when you're doing neurosurgery. At least that's my understanding. Again, I'm, I'm not a brain surgeon, but uh, mm. it seems to be that you'd want him to have his eyes fully Maybe open. Maybe that's why he's retired. Maybe. That's a good point, Jeff. Maybe that's a good point. He's got into mm. politics. He's really good at that. Uh, if he's just half as good a neurosurgeon uh, as he is a politician, <laughs> I, I think I'll just die instead of getting the surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah maybe go with somebody else. Really embarrassing. Yes. Really embarrassing, though. I mean, the Ben Carson thing is truly is embarrassing. On the level of Chris Christie, who is, again, showing him today. They, you know, CNN was calling it an interview, you know, <laughs> uh, in quotes, uh, as, as Chris Christie interviews Donald Trump. Uh, okay, that's, I'm, I'm sure, going to be a real hard take there. Um, I, uh, I, I need to... I, 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 it's impossible to, uh, to overstate how pathetic some of these Trumper supporters are. It's so mm. obvious they've been either paid off or offered some, um, uh, some high-level position. It's like Ben Carson, we, you stood next to this guy on the, uh, on the stage for 12 debates. You couldn't find any common ground with him. And then, oh, but now, now that I talk to him uh, behind closed doors, I find all sorts of common ground. What does that tell you about the guy? Either he's lying to the American people or he's lying to you. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's both. Yeah. He doesn't, he, he has no stand. On anything, he, he just whatever audience he's standing in front of, that's his stand now. Uh, it's it's mm -hmm. it's pretty bad. Um, also, over the weekend, Cruz won the majority of delegates at stake in the Wyoming caucus. That was the only state involved in a primary. Um, other than Wyoming, there was also the uh, Washington D.C. primary, and then uh, Guam. And so these are kind of complex things where some of the de delegates will be uh, doled out later. Uh, but Cruz won 9 of 12 up for grabs Saturday night. Then there's another 14 that will be awarded at the state's convention on April 16th. And, you know, it's assumed that uh, Cruz will get all or most of those. So Yeah, I mean, after 66%, you would assume I mean, so. I mean, 66%. He really had a crushing victory in Wyoming. Now, the, 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 the way they you know, divvy these out is really simple. Uh, in Wyoming, um, as you pointed out, there's 29 uh, delegates. Uh, 12 are being decided, were decided on Saturday. Mm -hmm. 14 will be decided at the party state convention next month. The final three are members of the Republican National Committee, of course. Now, uh, Republicans mm -hmm. in Wyoming get 23, uh, in 23 counties, 
get together to vote at county conventions. This is on Saturday. Okay. But they're not voting directly for the candidates. Instead, no, the candidates that would be stupid. Would be stupid. The counties are instead picking individuals who say ahead of time which candidate they'd vote for in Cleveland. But it's more complicated than that. Not all 23 of the delegates elected will actually get to vote in Cleveland. 22 of the 23 counties are put into pairs, with one county getting to pick an actual delegate, the other picking an alternate. Four years later, however, they switch roles. The 23rd county, Laramie, gets to send a delegate based on its county results every election. So I think that's pretty much easy to understand. <laughs> On, I wow. mean, are they, why are these things? A bunch of people say, like, you want to do uh, uh, the, the proportional or winner take all. I mean, you can kind of understand, you know, maybe some states. I don't really understand why. I mean, like, you're seeing what's happening with the winner take all states. It's kind of silly. I mean, people, Rubio's telling uh, his voters to vote for Kasich in Ohio. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, everyone, I mean, you've seen Glenn flip-flop on this like 12 times. He's like, ah, vote for who you believe in. Vote for Kasich in Ohio, vote for Rubio in Florida. No, 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 vote for King Cruz everywhere. <laughs> like, I mean, and, mm -hmm. and he's not alone on this. I'm not even making fun of him for once. Uh, it's, it's just, I, I mean, I feel the same way. If I were in Florida right now, I don't know what the heck I would do. If I was in Ohio, especially, where it's, where it, you know, uh, Cruz does have a poll where he's competitive there recently. But, you know, where it looks like maybe Kasich can win, you want to hold back 66 delegates? But, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And for this guy who's supposedly running away uh, with the election, look at the delegate count right here. This is uh, this is the delegate count coming in. That is right not now. a runaway. Four sixty to three seventy. Within ninety. I will give you this: there are ninety nine delegates in Florida. So yeah. if Cruz were to win Florida, he would be winning the election. That's how crazy this is. We talked about South Carolina before, a state that really should have gone to freaking Ted Cruz. If Ted Cruz had won that state instead of Donald Trump, Ted Cruz would be winning the election right now. Um, it's a bizarre thing. Again, he didn't do that. I'm not trying to give a cop out. Well, you know, it's like, you know, well, if we made that last second three-pointer, we would have won. Well, you didn't make it. Uh, but still, you got to win the elections. But mm -hmm. that's how close this thing is. We're, we're, we're one state away from this thing completely mm -hmm. switching and being a Ted Cruz story. That's all it needs to happen. A couple of good stories. Uh, and, and then it gets down to a two-person race, and Cruz wins easily. Will that, that happen in time, though? We sure know. hope so. Sure hope so. Looks kind of like the death knell for, for Marco Rubio. Uh, was third place in his home state in uh, Florida in the latest polls. Uh, Trump is at least 20 points ahead in two new polls, with uh, Marco Rubio dropping to third place. But, you know, keep in mind, this is also, and Stu's pointing this out a couple of times, it's also Trump's home state. We think of Trump as living in Manhattan but he's got he's got that huge place in Florida. Yeah, I mean, arguably, he's more of a Florida resident. Yeah, uh, he yeah. obviously spends a lot of time in New York because of the media. He's at Trump Tower a lot. But I mean, when you you, you talk, you hear about Donald Trump and where he lives. You know, he talks about Mar-a-Lago all the time. He talks about West Palm mm -hmm. Beach. He talks about Florida. Really, he calls it his second home. But I mean, in reality, I think it's fair to call it his home state. Uh, you know, and you know, not to mention that he's a New Yorker. Well, where do New Yorkers go once they retire? They go to Florida. Um, right. So, uh, really, it's a, it's, a, it's a great state. Florida is a great state. Florida, Nevada, New York are really the three states that look uh, best for him. And New Hampshire was up there. It was like fifth best uh, for Donald Trump when it comes to demographics and the way people vote. So, I mean, it's not going to be a surprise to see Trump win Florida. Um, it would be great if him sweeping all three, Florida, Illinois, Ohio, you know, is going to make a storyline where he's going to wind up probably being the nominee. If he can sweep all three of them, I, Glenn said he doesn't think that's possible or probable. Um, and there's a, the, if these other guys got out of the race, Cruz would have a chance. But who knows? They might not.
I would mm -hmm. not be surprised to see these guys stick around just because they want to stick around for a potential contested uh, mm -hmm. convention. And then, you know, if, if Cruz is winning these states, or excuse me, Trump is winning these states by large margins, the narrative becomes he's the guy. So contested convention or not, it's going to be really difficult to hold him back from the, from the nomination. Thank you for that, Stu. I don't think he's going to win all three, though. I really, I, 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 don't I would not be surprised at all to see at least one I mean, one Cruz, of these could. Cruz has moved into second place in one of these uh, Florida polls. He's up to 24, but, I mean, Trump has 44. But we've seen weirder things than a 20-point swing. We've seen a 31-point swing. Polls to reality. In Kansas, yeah. In Kansas. Uh, so. And there's a lot of polls, by the way, that are closer than 20 points yeah. uh, with, with in Florida. Uh, you know, but there's that poll in Florida where Cruz is in second. Illinois, he's in second. And Ohio, there's a poll where he's in third, but only by six points. So I really think anything. I mean, we were really at that point where anything mm -hmm. can happen. I, I kind of would be surprised to see anybody, I don't know, anybody but Trump win Florida at this point. I feel like because the, the Rubio, I think Rubio had a chance two weeks ago. But because the, the narrative has been so bad for him, um, and I think Cruz would have had a chance if there was no early voting, but there's been so much early voting, and a lot of that went to Rubio, I just feel like Florida's probably going to go to Trump. Uh, Illinois, I don't know. I mean, again, Illinois is, is obviously a blue state. Uh, you, know, you know, again, Trump has a lot of business interests in Chicago in, in particular. Uh, and then last one is uh, Ohio, which I think could go either way. I think it could very easily go to Kasich, though. I mean, you got to think Kasich's got the home field advantage, though. If, if it really is tied going into Election Day, odds are Kasich is going to win because it's an open primary there. Um, people who like Kasich want the more moderate guy. He's the home state governor. I mean, you know, you shouldn't lose that. Uh, I love this article by the Miami Herald. Um, they're talking about Ted Cruz's reception in Miami in Miami when he went, uh, I guess, over the weekend. Y'all know how to make a Cuban feel welcome, uh, Ted Cruz said in Miami. Uh, don't let the machine gun, the machine gun bacon enthusiast fool you. That's a nice reference from the Miami Herald. Senator from Texas has no idea what a Miami welcome feels like, or he might have judged his appearances less generously. Reactions may have been polite, but by our standards of warmth, the temperature was tepid. I'm one of you, Cruz was saying, but we know better, don't we? Miami's native son, Marco Rubio, a climate change denier, isn't faring any better in the popularity department. He may scoop up some Jeb Bush votes, but he won't win Florida. I love that. I mean, these liberals writing about the Republican nomination process. So stupid. It's just so stupid. You can just crumple up these papers and throw them away. They don't know anything what they're, about what they're talking about. They have no idea how con conservatives feel how they vote, why they do what they do. They don't understand us in the least. And it would, it'll, be, it'll be a fun day, really, when all these newspapers go away. When I they mean, go they, away of the dinosaur. They really have already. Really. They mostly have they mostly already. Have. It's yeah. Really, I mean, do you pick up newspapers anymore? I mean, Never. I, I, I don't subscribe to one, and I don't, no. I don't buy any. I used to, you know, I used to get the local paper wherever I lived. And then the daily, and then I'd get, uh, you know, USA Today. Um, I remember the stacks we used to get at the radio stations oh, yeah. every morning. Oh, just New York Times, Wall Street stacks. Journal, yeah, yeah. the two locals, the New York. USA Today, all of them. Yes, yeah, everything. And they're really all just garbage. Gone. It's just garbage um, now. I mean, yeah, you because know, obviously you go on the Internet, you can read all, even when they do have good material. I mean, like right. the New York Times might print a story that's interesting from time to time, but yeah. I'll just read it online. I'm not, exactly. You know, it's like, exactly. <laughs> pick up the freaking newspaper. <laughs> it's, it is a, it's a weird thing. The only newspapers now that I actually ever look at are ones not local, but like 
mega local. Like, there is one we oh, get yeah, for but, our town yeah. that mm-hmm. has inside all the new restaurants that are opening or all the new businesses that are opening. Yeah. And, like, there's stuff like that that, like, mm-hmm. while it's probably available online, too, you know, like, there's something easy about that format. And, by the way, it also shows up at my house without me asking for it. Um, so <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get them to stop. Yeah. But I mean, all what of this is, is garbage for me. For Whoa. me, I don't know. I flip through and I say, wait a minute, there's a new Mexican yeah. place opening? What, I need to be there on opening night. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's the sort of thing I think of. Uh, but that's about it, really. Uh, it, there's nothing yeah. anymore. It's, it's really bad. It's bad. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too, coming up. So I uh, talked to you about Goldline here. Goldline is, uh, of course, uh, the place where I buy my gold. Uh, you know, look, I'm, I'm not some mega investor. I'm not uh, Bill Gates. I'm not uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know these things, you know, as far as, you know, it's like when I say I buy my gold there, you know, it's an important investment. And I don't go, I'm not buying gold every week. I did a lot of research to figure out when I wanted to buy gold where to go. And Goldline was the place, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, I don't, and by the way, I don't just believe Glenn. In fact, Goldline probably started at the bottom of the list when Glenn started recommending him. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I wanted to really look and find a place that I actually could trust. And uh, there's a lot of people in that industry, man, you know, you can't trust. But Goldline, we've been with them for a long time, and they've had a great record with our listeners uh, and with our viewers. Uh, 1-800-913-GOLD is their, uh, is their phone number. you got to read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Now, look, we talk about our country being uncontrollable at times. We do it all, all the time here. Um, but... It's not just our country when it comes to uh, prices of gold and, and how bad the economy is. You've got to trust Greece's economy and Russia's economy and China's economy. All these things are affecting what happens to your money and what happens to your economy. Uh, and that's why gold is a great investment and a, and a great insurance uh, a piece of, it's essentially a piece of insurance. You, you go to Allstate or one of these other things, you, you have gold that helps insure your currency and insure against really bad things happen, happening. They have an accumulation specialist where we can get up to, uh, I think it's $100 a month it starts at, which is easy. Uh, you know, if you're going to do an investment, you can space that over a long period of time. You can buy at different prices and you know, dollar cost average, all that nonsense. 1-800-913-GOLD is essentially the number. That's the one you need to hear. After all that, what you need to know is 1-800-913-GOLD. It's Goldline. Give them a call. And, you know, give it a shot. Get prepared. 1-800-913-GOLD. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800 261-3620. That's 800-261-3620. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> this seems to be the. The time of day when we uh, when we do the joyful abortion segment. <laughs> <laughs> All these idiots that are like, I had an abortion and I love it. I, I'm, I want more abortions. I'm going to get pregnant as often as possible so I can enjoy them more. No, I had an abortion and I mine was more fun. Not as much <laughs> as I loved mine. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Uh, but uh, apparently... In this particular story, uh, Kristen versus Brown. 
I had an abortion, and it was a totally joyful experience. Uh, that's interesting. Interesting way to put it. She says, uh, I shouldn't have been pregnant. I was on the pill. Well, if, you know, were you having sex? Because I don't know if you know this. The pill doesn't absolutely positively mean you no. won't get pregnant. No. Uh, but obviously, most of the time It's it a does. good indicator. Yes. It is not a, it is not not 100%. Of course. Here we go. Proof. There we go. Abstinence. Don't have sex. Right. Go ahead, Pat. Okay, good. Good. Uh, there's another little thing called a condom, which you can also use, and that's pretty effective. Double up? Yeah. Those aren't 100% um, either. I'm just, right, I'm just saying. Right. Two can, the two together, wait. though, are probably pretty dang close to 100%. If you use them both in conjunction. Yeah, I really, even, I mean, one of them is close mm -hmm. to 100%. Two yeah. of them together, I mean, you're, you're really, really close to 100%. But again, 100% mean, you know, if it's 99%, that mm -hmm. means one out of 100 times it's supposed right. to yeah. uh, fail uh, mm -hmm. or might not work. Now, these are, I think, I don't know what the condom percentage is, but I mean, the pill percentage is well above 99%. But still, it's still, that doesn't mean that it can, it can still happen, right? I mean, that's, right. The, that's yep. the issue here. Jeffy, go ahead. Well... Once they come back to you and say it says it happened, then, <laughs> then you have to. Okay, thank right. you, Jeff. Okay, that's enough. Thank you, Jeff. That's enough. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, she says, so she went to the drugstore, and uh, three minutes later, she had confirmation that the dizzying nausea, feverishness, and the aching were not the result of the flu bug, as she was hoping. Instead, the horrifying conclusion to a regrettable <laughs> night. It's almost mm. not real. I know. It's almost not real. I know. So, Getting pregnant was one of the darkest points in my life. She says, I was broke from quitting my job, going back to school, and then accepting a low-paying fellowship. I was alone and living in a brand-new city that I hated. When I did get an abortion just a few weeks into my pregnancy, I had to ask a co-worker I barely knew to fulfill the requirement of staying by my side for the brutal hours after I took an abortion pill. So she even took a... She didn't even... What was so brutal about it? I thought it was yeah, joyful. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. What was that? I thought that was beautiful. And she um, was all alone and scared in this new town, but mm -hmm. she had time to have sex with someone. Right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's my point. Well, you, alone seem to be, and, you seem to be on my side. No, now. I'm not. I'm all for that. That's okay. what, those are the ones you want to find. But the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fills up your weekends, doesn't it, Jack? You're pathetic. Uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, they did. She did have an appointment at Planned Parenthood where uh, she'd be given a prescription for the abortion pill. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, my pajamas uh, soaked in sweat from nightmares. Somehow the abortion didn't take. Like the, her nightmare was, yeah. no. what if I didn't kill the what kid? What if I didn't? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What if my baby yeah. survived my oh. attempts to kill it? <laughs> <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It is. So bad. I, I don't know even how to talk. It's it's so Jeez, funny. Like man. every one of these stories is the same in which in which the competition is between a person's life and her inconvenience. Mm -hmm. And 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 like mm -hmm. I like I've never gone through an abortion. I've never had to deal with it. I've never. Yeah, you've never been. I'm, I've had two myself, but I mean All I've right. never been with a woman who had had All one. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's like it, I'm. We're not making these cases. Again, what is her case here? Uh, well, it was the darkest point of her life because she was broke, going to school, and accepted a low-paying job, mm -hmm. right? Like all is, of these, by the way, of these her decisions, right? And also, uh, she moved to well, a place where she didn't know anybody. First of all, right? And all of these things are competing with the life of a person, right? You can't just say, "Well, okay, 
I don't like the things she's going through, therefore she gets to do anything she wants. Like, the point is, when you're talking about another person's life, almost mm -hmm. all circumstances pale in comparison to that. It's so it's not like, I, you know, look, there are really difficult times in people's lives. And I mean, I, I understand that it, it really can be bad, you know, right? Like all of these things mm -hmm. she's describing are actually really bad things. Like, you know, you're, you're broke. You're in an uncomfortable city. You know, things are really rough on you. You have a job that's not paying you that much. These are all things that no one people don't want to go through. No, but everybody well, does. Every, first of all, everyone does. Everyone Second of all, does. When you compare them to a person being alive. There is a really wide gap in the way you're supposed to feel about those two things. Uh, uh, one is, oh, man, that sucks. Well, you'll get back on your feet. Yeah. The other one is, ah, somebody died. Like, we pan in every other circumstance, when someone dies, we panic about it. It's terrible. We have funerals. We mourn. We go through tragic bouts of depression. All of these things happen. They're terrible. They ruin people's lives. And, pe and lives end. And that's the thing that we all care about, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, like the most important things uh, in our founding documents. And then here we are comparing them with, well, yeah, she, she, her job didn't pay as much as the, she would have liked. Uh, so. I remember when we found out about my, uh, uh, our fourth child, actually fifth child. Okay. Um, How many do you have now? Can you uh, give six. us a rundown? Yeah, we have six. Okay. At last I checked. Okay. I mean, it could be seven or eight by now. Right. I haven't been home since 4.30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, I, I was out of work, lost my insurance, lost my job, had, had struggled to find work in that city for months and months. My father had just died. We, so I had no income. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find some other job to supplement uh, 1997 was a hideous year for me. I, you know, everybody talks about how great the Clinton years uh, were, but the last few years of the Clinton administration sucked. So how me. many times did how many times did you get rid of number and four then, before you actually? And had then it? we realize that my wife is pregnant with number uh, number five. Oh, number five. How many number times five. did you get rid of number five before you actually? We actually got actually rid of him it. zero times, huh. and now I look at him. At 18 years old, and you think, oh, my gosh. I mean, that was never a consideration for us. But you think about had you, if, if we'd had an abortion, if we'd taken the easy way out, we wouldn't have this great kid now that I, I can't imagine life without. Uh, and she, you know, while she says she's joyful about it, she has no freaking idea. She has no idea. Uh, what the baby would have contributed to her life. Double speak right. anyway, right? She talks about horrific yeah. times. It's bullcrap. She had to have some person she didn't even know be it's with asinine. her through the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. shut up. It's, it's, yeah. I know. And look, you never know how these things work out. You never know. In this particular chance, situation, we didn't get a chance to find out. But what her essential case is, I was in a bad time in my life, and this would have it made it worse. It was inconvenient for me. It would have made it worse. It yeah. would have been because, you know what, it would have made more demands on my money and more demands on my time, and mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. You know, sometimes... Or it could have changed your perspective changed on everything. Perspective on, it could have gone the could other way. Your whole life around. Maybe it would have made you realize that those things weren't as important as you thought right. they were. Maybe you would have. Uh, right. Who knows? Maybe this person would have saved the country. Maybe, maybe this person would have. Maybe. Been, right? Who knows who this person would have been? Right. We have no idea what disease they may have stopped uh, from uh, spreading because they cured it. We have no idea. We have no freaking idea. And it's like we just like, oh yeah. But I mean, look, she didn't want to work more hours.
<laughs> I, I, we keep getting these bizarre I arguments. Know. It's like over whether and over she and over enjoyed again. it or not. The point yeah. here is is that it's not it's not necessarily because a lot of women will say that, that it was a horrible experience and they regret it for the rest of their lives. That, mm -hmm. that, a lot of people say that, obviously. But the other side of that is uh, even if you think it went well, we, we still don't know. Um, and you know, mm -hmm. it's one thing if you want to do something to yourself, which. Uh, might ruin your life or might uh, screw yourself up or you want to do you want to do drugs on your own and uh, you know like you can find a place where you know jeffy will sell them to you whatever when you're talking about ending another human being's life and not giving them the chance to make the same stupid mistakes you're making it really is uh it's the, it's the lowest part of this yeah you know i mean I, really it's just like you to, to sit here and compare you know the her her hourly wage at some job uh, to the life of a person, it's really uh, it used to be something that people wouldn't even go. It's to. abhorrent. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a new abhorrent. thing that people wouldn't even try it. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents to coming up. Shows degradation of society, frankly. to uh, Deputy Political Director of, uh, for ABC News, um, a Sarah Palin aide has said the Trump event has been canceled because Todd Palin was in a very serious snow machine crash last night. So hopefully that's oh, the guy. I mean, it oh, does geez. look like it's true. Uh, but hopefully somehow that turns out to be untrue because that's uh, really sad mm -hmm. and, and that would explain certainly her yeah. kind of, you know, because the statement said Abrupt something departure. effective like, hey, you know, good luck on future events. Um, and it sounded a little bit like they were breaking up. But obviously, if there's a serious uh, medical struggle ahead, uh, yeah. you can understand that, certainly. So we wish the best to their family. That's terrible, terrible news. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, let's go to Rich uh, in Texas. Rich, uh, can we go to Rich? Or? No, no, no. no we apparently not. don't work. Hi, Pat. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Hey, Rich. Go ahead. Hey, I love you guys. I listen and watch every day. I'm a big fan. You sound a lot like, uh, like Jeffy, Rich. No, this is Rich. From where was I from? Texas. Yeah, that's right. Somewhere hey. in Texas. Yeah, that's me. You're going to ask about Texas. the NRA endorsing uh, Ted Cruz? Yeah, what about that? That's pretty good, huh? <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know if that's official or not, uh, Rich. I, I don't, I'm not sure who the NRA is going to endorse. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I got Have you heard anything on that? That yeah. is an interesting question. I, I don't know who they're... They probably don't want to get into it because uh, Rubio's probably good on guns. Cruz is good on guns. You know, Trump certainly isn't. He's been for an assault ban weapon, an uh, assault weapons ban. Mm -hmm. He um, hates the whole concept of guns, he actually yeah. said at one point. The but I, I guess them. he's different on that now, surprisingly. He says, yes. Uh, he surprisingly changed on what? that. On that particular issue, he's actually got a different point of view. Huh. <laughs> it's amazing. Hmm. Um, all right, 888-727-BECK. Uh, great story here, um, you know, as we get into terrorism, how a five-year-old boy pleaded for his life before being shot dead by mm. al-Qaeda terrorists as they singled out victims on the Ivory Coast beach. Uh, suspected al-Qaeda terrorist shot dead a five-year-old boy, fell to his knees, prayed for his life during an attack on a tourist resort in the Ivory Coast. At least four men armed with AK-47s and hand grenades killed 16 people including four Europeans in the historic town of Grand Bassam. 
before they were gunned down in a shootout with government troops. Uh, one survivor who saw the attack unfold said they killed a child despite him kneeling down and, and begging, shot a woman in the chest. They've killed innocent people. Another witness, uh, Marcel Guy, said a man with a long beard spoke to two children in Arabic and spared the life of one of them who was able to recite an Islamic prayer. Christian boy was shot and killed right in front of my eyes, he said. Heavily armed uh, shooters yelled Allah Akbar before they opened fire on guests at the hotel, and it was full of uh, expatriates at the time. Country's government said six armed men have been neutralized following the attacks on three different hotels. So this uh, insanity continues. Mm. Really bad. And then Turkey, another horrible attack. A suicide bomb killed 34, wounded 125. Wow. Uh, they're really, uh, really scary. And you look at, you know, what's going on around the world. Uh, you know, we've seen and focused a lot here on ISIS. Uh, but, I mean, you know, you have Boko Haram in, in, mm -hmm. in, uh, in Africa, which is really terrifying. I mean, they've killed more people than ISIS even uh, over the past year. Um, ISIS is still doing their, uh, you know, their damage in the Middle East. Um, you know, there's a big piece in Syria that was that came out. Uh, I think it was in the New York Times, might have been the New York Times. I don't remember, but it was talking about how these people who are in the in Syria just getting constantly bombed by Russian planes, even though they have nothing to do with ISIS uh, or uh, Al Qaeda. It really is an ugly situation. Um, for the record, look into this. Uh, that talking about. Uh, ISIS and their presence here in the United States, and this is uh, an amazing thing you need to see. Watch. ISIS recruiting tactics have been so effective that the FBI has confirmed there are active ISIS investigations in all 50 states. There's obviously still a traditional al-Qaeda threat, but what is front of mind today is this crowdsourcing of terrorism that we're facing. And so we have investigations in all 50 states to try to identify among hundreds of people who are consuming this poison, where are they on the, on the sta on the, in stages from consuming to acting? And how do we stop them from acting? It's concerning that that many investigations can take place that quickly and that they are set up to be able to, to recruit and radicalize the, that many individuals that quickly. That means there's more than 50 investigations, There's because in some places there's a lot of them. Uh, so there are people in this country who have either been radicalized through the internet or through other means to support ISIS, or perhaps they spent some time there and came back. If a follower of ISIS, Islamic State, is in the United States and can't find their way to Syria, what are they required to do here? We, we've heard time and time again in, in al-Baghdadi's own words, through their publications, that if you cannot fulfill your duty, and they call it a duty, to come and fight with ISIS in the caliphate, you are required to attack where you live. We've done the crunch, the number crunching, of the 90-plus ISIS supporters that have been arrested in America since uh, ISIS declared the caliphate. 29% of them had no intention of traveling to the Middle East. They decided they don't need to go and fight jihad over there. They had decided the best way to serve the new caliph is to kill Americans here in America. 
that should disturb all of your viewers. There you go, Wednesday. Uh, that comes out. Uh, you'll be uh, cooling off after the election and uh, get to watch that. Uh, which is really, I mean, a, a scary picture of what's uh, happening here in, in the United States and also shines light on how important your vote is. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, again, I, not a surprise that I'm going to say that the person who was hosting a reality show last year is probably not the right person to handle this. <laughs> what? I know. It sounds crazy huh. and everything. That's a concept. But the, I'm going to have to the, chew on that for a while. The, the uh, pathway to handling ISIS is probably not NBC. Hmm. Really? Yeah, prime time. Interesting. Probably not. All right. Uh, think about that for a second. We'll mm -hmm. come back and uh, and maybe get your thoughts. Triple eight seven two seven back. Okay. So the best way to deal with ISIS? Yeah, terrorism. We just saw. Right. Like uh, Pat Sajak maybe is not, not because the he hosts a game show is not necessarily the right path. Although I would trust Pat Sajak far more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pat and Stu, welcome. Uh, according to the Telegraph, media mogul Dmitry Itzkov plans to live forever by uploading his personality to a robot. Uh, I think that's going to work out really well. Because, you know, when you transfer your personality to a robot, the it really does go into the robot. I don't know if you're aware of that. You can download everything about you directly in. Your spirit... <laughs> like there is one, <laughs> you know, your personality, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you'll just be in the robot now, and it'll be uh, it'll be great because then you just keep living. Uh, money can buy you immortality, according to uh, this guy who is plowing a fortune into the project to create a human that never dies. Uh, he's behind the 2045 initiative, an experiment to bring about immortality. Within 30 years, by creating a robot capable of storing human personality, it'll be done before then. Will it? Will You're it, Jeffy? Kind of like already doing this, right? I mean, yeah. you've been alive since <laughs> at least the 1800s, right? We know that. <laughs> yes. mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem like anything can kill you. You have every disease that's ever been created. I mean, and then Zika. Kind of what's you keeping me alive? You get Zika yet? I mean, that's, <clears throat> who hasn't had that? A, a lot of people, yeah. We'll talk about that later, but a lot of people haven't had it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of that idea, though, where you could live forever, and, and I guess, mm -hmm. you know, it's not, and they're not necessarily saying it's a cell-by-cell, -cell, like, medical solution. So when you would get sick, it would be cured instantly type of thing. It's like you're going to be a robot, and, mm -hmm. and just, I mean, that doesn't, I don't know. Doesn't that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? No. I mean, if they can make me live forever in this body, you know, that's what we're talking about. I'll take a new body. <laughs> yeah. That I'm not concerned <laughs> that about. Would, that would be nice, bud. Uh, they believe that robots can store a person's thoughts and feelings because brains uh, function the same way as a computer. It would work by uploading a digital version of a human brain into an android, effectively rebooting a person's mind, which would take the form of a robotic copy of a human body, or once technology is developed, a hologram, with a full human personality. 
You'd be a hologram? How would that be any? That doesn't seem very... <laughs> Is that a hologram? What? Why would I want to be a hologram? Wouldn't you want to touch and feel and, you know, experience things? Jeffy? How about it? <clears throat> well, you were able to do that with another hologram. Mm. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, no, that's not uh, particularly exciting. Uh, it doesn't sound I'm good. I'm more interested in the $20,000 self-driving vehicle that's hitting the road, apparently. Um, now, Obama, the Obama administration, of course, wants to spend your money to do this for no freaking reason, because a lot of these companies are trying to do it anyway. Um, but for $20,000, Honda is releasing an automated safety feature on its entry-level vehicle, the Civic LX Sedan, step that takes uh, some of the most sophisticated technology on the market available and makes it accessible to significantly more buyers, mm. including younger ones. I mean, this is going to happen. I was driving around this weekend and yet again thinking about, like, geez, like, our like, kids or at least grandkids are going to be like, you wait, they let you just drive the car and trusted you'd oh, go yeah. the right speed and not crash into things? Seriously? Mm -hmm. They're not going to believe that happened. So, take, you know, if you don't mm -hmm. like driving, uh, you know, you... I mean, Glenn doesn't like it. And he said that before. He, he, he's excited for this technology because he doesn't like to drive. I like to drive. I like to be able to go wherever I want. I like the idea that I can control what's about to happen. You get used to not driving, though, is what happens. You know, once you start not driving, it's kind of, you get used well, to it. Well, it, it happened to us in New York. I mean, yeah. Pat, you drove in, but Jeffy and I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I went that, you know, that for the you know, two, two months with my arm in a sling and had my wife drive me everywhere. You get used to being carted around is kind of nice. Huh. I, you don't know how much I just wish she just drove you out in the middle of nowhere and just pulled over and got a ride from somebody else. Just left you there. Just left you for dead in the middle of a field I somewhere. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Wow, that seems <laughs> sort of <laughs> severe. Yeah, I'd but, say, I mean, uh, look, it's a fantasy. It's not necessarily going to happen. But. Are you going to fault the guy for a fantasy? Yeah, yeah I'm on your side with that. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Shockingly, you actually are. Uh, so there you go. I don't know. I, I, I do think that that's coming and coming fast. I mean, I, the, I was. I, the new Volvo ads are due. Are, they've got the new Volvo in 2017. Put it that on does autopilot. What? Autopilot. Well, autopilot, baby. It does wow. autopilot, and it'll go. Around corners, the commercials, do... the commercials are showing. I don't know about the com the commercials. I think just show straight. Because a lot of these do straight ahead. Just straight away. I mean, you yeah. can do straight away. Hey, but straight ahead is just letting go of the wheel. I know. I know. <laughs> so if you're on a freeway right. and you've got yeah. a long straight so stretch, long go ahead and you know let it drive you. But the soon as soon as something you know has to turn, well, it will do gradual turns, right? The stuff they have out now. I yeah, I it think just so. Won't do, I think so. It won't do stop, take a right type of stuff. Yeah. Um, or, and that's, yeah. you know, when, you, when you're there, let me know. Yeah, I'm kind of there, too. I was I, I'm driving this weekend, and because <laughs> uh, I, I remember I rented a car. This is, I guess, a little over a year ago. I was in Phoenix, and I rented a car, and it, it didn't have a backup camera. Like, I didn't know how to drive the thing. <laughs> I, I'm so dependent on those freaking cameras now. Like, driving backwards, I, like, I, I started Did going before somebody? I looked. I didn't know how to do it. Did you hire somebody to stand back there and say, okay, come on. But I really didn't know how to I, do it. I loved when we got my my son his truck, and it was you know it was a ten year old truck, and so he goes in there and he's like, "Where's where's the button for the ignition? Yeah, it's not a button; it's a key. You put the key in and you turn it. Okay, well, and it took him like he had to come into the house because yeah. when he drove at night for the first time and go, the, the lights aren't coming on. I think the lights are broken.
No, buddy, you gotta, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull them out. You gotta pull them out. There's a little, little thing to turn them on. You don't, you're not, they don't come on automatically. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, welcome. Uh, North Korea has been blabbing some nonsense about how they can destroy Manhattan. I mean, they're, they're continually making threats against the United States. And, uh, I mean, they're crazy enough to do something weird, though. They, they are nuts. You know, we, we went through uh, 60 years, 70 years of a Cold War with the Soviet Union, but at least as crazy as some of their leaders were, like Nikita Khrushchev, there, there was still that, you know, okay, we don't want that mutual destruction thing to happen. With this guy, who knows? With Kim Jong-un, uh, who knows? Um, so, I, I mean, there's something to be said about taking this seriously. Intelligence agencies issued the assessment over the weekend, or last week, that the rhetoric coming from Pyongyang in response to uh, large-scale U.S. South Korean uh, military exercises and UN sanctions had reached its highest level in years, and they're you know they're yelling about the fact that they can destroy Manhattan with a hydrogen bomb. Now, whether or not they have one and they could really reach New York with it, I don't know. But um, again, they're nuts. They're nuts. I mean, this is a country. We've we've got a special on uh, communism and socialism coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be doing that on radio. This is, a, this is a country that will put you in prison. They'll put you in a labor camp if you are Christian. You don't, you don't have to have broken any other than not being Christian. You don't break any other law. You haven't done anything wrong. You haven't said anything against the state. Hmm. If you practice Christianity and they find out you're arrested and sent to a, a prison camp. Yeah. I mean, 70,000 Christians are in labor camps right now. amazing. I mean, seventy thousand entire like underground railroads to pull these people out of North Korea and try yeah. to get them to safety. Um, you know, it's really, really brave people in China and other places are have been doing that, and and it's you know uh, impossible basically. I mean, yeah. you're, you're you're risking your life every time you entertain the idea. I mean, it's bad enough in China, you know, where you don't know, and and the local authorities kind of decide. Um, what you can get away with and what you can't. Because their constitution, at least the Chinese constitution, says you can worship um, in a normal way. So it's left up to the local communist leadership as to what's normal and what isn't. Mm -hmm. So if they deem your worship in China abnormal, then you could have the same fate. But in Korea, it's just pretty cut and dry. You, if, you're, if you're Christian, you're going to a prison camp. And these labor camp conditions are horrific people starve to death they're tortured it's really ugly i mean it's it's 1940s concentration camp type stuff yeah really uh, bad yeah that was actually one of the things because there's a bunch of conspiracy theories from some of these nut jobs that um, donald trump does interviews with um and uh, they had posted a long time ago that there were prison camps in the united states and it was like, oh, my gosh, here's a picture of one from overhead. And they showed it. It's proof. It's proof. It was actually a North Korean prison camp. 
But since it was from a satellite photo, you couldn't tell that, obviously. Uh, but uh, Wait, so, but it was a North Korean-style camp no, in, no, like, Idaho? It was in North Korea. It was actually, it might have been Idaho or Montana, they said it was supposedly, but oh, no, really? it was actually in North in Korea. In North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. Um, That's just a, good a way minor to cover mistake. them up. The ones that are here in the United States, mm -hmm. just tell mm -hmm. people, hey, those are really in North Korea. It's a good way to cover Whatever. it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jeffy brings up a good point. Yeah, it's a great. <laughs> you know, one of the best ways to cover it up is to actually build them in North Korea. <laughs> right. And then no one knows what's right. going on, you know. And you put right. North Koreans in them, and the North Koreans control them. Then you're really covering it up. <laughs> <laughs> As if it's not even happening here in the United States. Because right. it isn't. Because it isn't, and that's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> that's how they get you. <laughs> they think you're safe. And then, bang, you move to North Korea and you're arrested. So, that can happen. That exists. Just deal with that. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, another, uh, one of the other big stories we've kind of been following that's really been in the background because of the election stuff is the Supreme Court uh, opening. Obviously, Antonin Scalia is gone, and they're looking for somebody. And maybe uh, Justice, uh, Judge Jane Kelly will be the new justice. Um, she was appointed to the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals in 2013 on uh, President Obama's shortlist for the Supreme Court vacancy left by Antonin Scalia. Oh, good! Yep. Um, before becoming a judge, she worked mm -hmm. for years as a public defender in Iowa in 2005. She sounds lovely so far. Yeah, she was appointed the appointed attorney for a 26-year-old man named Casey Fredrickson, who was charged with possession of child pornography. Oh. Uh, although Fredrickson had previously been convicted of sexual assault involving a minor, Kelly urged the judge to grant him leniency, arguing that he was not a danger to others and should be released to allowed, and allowed to live with his father. Uh, instead, uh, was sentenced to 14 years. A decade later, Fredrickson was convicted of murder and sexual assault in a 2005 cold case uh, killing of five-year-old Evelyn Celeste Miller. Evelyn, the daughter of Fredrickson's live-in girlfriend, was reported missing from her northern home in 2005. Uh, you know, it's a little tough because you can look at this stuff and say, well, she's a public defender. You know, she's out there. She's taking cases. I mean, can you blame every lawyer for every one of their clients and everything they did wrong? No. But it is an interesting scene to see. I mean, you've got to look back and see what sort of perspective she's coming from. Uh, and if she's going to be the nominee, mm -hmm. you're going to look at every one of her cases, everything she's ever done, and try to understand what her philosophy is. Yep. This is this was one of the things we we considered and contemplated when we were um, doing, putting the Hillary Clinton special uh, together on radio was that you know she had defended a 41 year old man who had raped a 12 year old girl and it was pretty obvious he had all kinds of evidence his bloody underwear they had all that stuff and uh, she was appointed to be his his uh, defense attorney and you know that's not her fault she was. She did her job. She she tried to uh, defend him as best she could. She actually got him out of most of the jail time he should have had. Uh, she got the underwear thrown out. She get on some technicalities, uh, and he wound up doing like ten months in jail for that crime. Mm. Um, and that's a, just an interesting lesson for Jeffy, real quick. You can throw out underwear. <clears throat> you can do it. It's okay. You well, first of all, he served a year. Uh, if you want to know the facts, okay, he had already served two months. Right, he'd already served two months. He served an additional ten. Thank you. So anyway, so, back to the story. <laughs> she uh, she laughed about the fact that he took a lie detector test. She knew he was guilty. He took a lie detector test, and he passed it. And she laughs about that. And that forever um, destroyed my faith in polygraph tests. 
Well, laughing about the mm. the twelve year old girl who's the victim in this thing, the guy who raped her, and you're laughing. You think it's funny, right? That that, that now you don't believe light, in the polygraph so test. I mean, that's cr if that was Ted Cruz. Yeah. If that was Ted Cruz oh my God. laughing about getting a guy off he knew was guilty, and that <laughs> always that's forever destroyed my faith in the polygraph, I'll tell you, <laughs> he'd be drummed out of this race. Oh, my I mean, God. Absolutely drummed out of the race on You'd the rail. You'd see nothing else. Yeah. That'd, that'd be a lead story on, on, every, on every news channel. And instead, you hear nothing about it on this, Hillary. This is a weird thing, too, in our, in our legal system, because everyone deserves a defense. And that's part they of our legal system. It's part of our understanding. It's part of our system. I don't necessarily believe, however, that every lawyer should go out there and argue for clients they know are guilty. And, and I know this is a weird line mm. to cut, but like, mm -hmm. you, look, you, if you can find people that, that believe what Donald Trump says, you can find somebody who believes anything. Yeah. So, you know, unless the guy, if the guy's out there admitting to you uh look he comes to you and says look i murdered this person i murdered this person um you know i don't think your your answer to that as an attorney say i didn't hear you i didn't hear you uh he didn't murder these people like i think the answer is you do the best you can for a person who's guilty of murder like maybe you argue for a lesser sentence maybe you argue for getting them out of the death yeah. penalty but like to actually mm -hmm. act like it, our system requires lawyers to go in there and say what they know to be untrue i think is false well, and I, I, it, I think that actually it is false. Yeah, I think uh, according if, to the law, know, that's false. Yeah, if, you if you know, know the lawyer yeah, has you know, to. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I, I'm yeah, you not shouldn't be lying everyone on should behalf get the of best. Client. And like if if uh, if they go to never, another lawyer never, and they don't tell you the truth, you know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. okay, well, you're doing the best you can. You, I'm not saying you have to press them for all this information and do a, essentially a trial against your client to make them admit to you everything. I can understand that there are lines there, but to act as if, like, it's your job for someone you know to be guilty to go out there and try to get them out of prison if they're a murderer, that can't possibly be what our system intends. And I don't think it does. Mm. It, it does. Um, you know, and, and, it and does. people say, well, everyone deserves a defense, mm -hmm. therefore this lawyer should be excused for taking this case. You don't have to take every case either. You know, mm -hmm. uh, yes, there is a level, and if you're a public defender and you're getting assigned cases and you have to go in there and defend them, it's one thing. Um, but... To act as if, like, you're supposed to take these cases because everyone deserves a defense uh, when you know they're guilty or you suspect highly they're guilty, I don't think that it requires, you know, you're, we're still individuals here. Yeah. And you get to make decisions on who you defend. And then to laugh about it 10 years later, yeah. I think, is despicable. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. absolutely despicable. And I, you know, I don't care if it was 30 years ago that that happened. She doesn't deserve to be president of the United States. There is so much corruption and so many scandals in the Clinton closet that you just don't want to open that thing. You don't want to open that door and watch all of that stuff fall out on the American people because uh, it's ugly. <laughs> what these guys, what the two of them have done and gotten away with is unbelievable. It's truly unbelievable. More on that, uh, by the way, the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On this very <clears throat> network on the radio program. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Meanwhile, the uh, EPA is spending almost $300,000 to track energy and water use of office workers, um, about 300000 to develop technology that will track the energy and water use of office buildings with a colored light bulb system that will send visual messages to employees when they're using too much. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, that's, wow. That's great. Screw off. Lucid Design Group, a California-based software company, got funding from the agency with the goal to change the habits 
of Americans at work. So if you go into, so your, your water use, obviously, so you're washing your hands in the bathroom. That's about the only place you use water at work, isn't it? I mean, um, Jeffy doesn't even use it there. Right. That's, that's true. Jeffy's a uh, from the stall to the hall guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sinks don't even work, do they? <laughs> no, no, they, they do. do. They do, yeah. They do, Water actually. comes out. That, they just, yeah, they, yeah, they just work. get those fixed. No, no they fill the soap dispenser every day. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Full time. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's paper toweling. In this building you're <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right here. Yeah, that's weird, I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so, wait, they're going to try to shame people into using less water at work? Yep. Oh, yep. I mean, that really... This EPA is why is the EPA needs to go. And under a Ted Cruz administration, the EPA will go. He is saying that he He is saying he will eliminate the EPA. Now, it would still have... There would be functions that the EPA might currently have that would go to other uh, areas of government. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm sure he's been specific about it on his website. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing, too, is you can have that locally controlled. Um, again, you can. The, the better... The closer you can control that to home, the better. And all of that stuff. That's why the, the, all these. I mean, no one's saying that like there shouldn't be anyone looking at education standards, for example. Um, but the idea that uh, the federal government should be doing it, absolutely not. The state government, I think, in many ways, what that winds up screw, being screwed up as well. Mm -hmm. The more local you can get, the better. I mean, there's a reason why there's no oversight uh, over the curriculum of a private school. Yet that's where everyone wants to go, right? Yeah. Everyone knows that the private schools are the best schools. And there's no one saying, well, absolutely, you must, you know, say you must do Common Core there. No, they have much more freedom to teach what they want. Uh, and f shockingly, we get the best results there. Mm -hmm. I wonder why that could be. You know, I mean, look at all the universities. It's not the state universities that everyone wants to go to. It's the private universities that everyone wants to go to. Uh, there's reasons for this. You know, I mean, having the idea that you can have a little bit of freedom and, and be, I mean, you know, I'm talking to a guy here that actually owns a school. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm preaching to the, the ultimate choir here. Uh, but, I mean, it really is mm -hmm. the truth. I mean, it, it is. You know, it's the way it works. Yes, it is. Triple eight seven two seven beck You know, when you're not prepared for things in life, uh, it turns out you have to rely on other people for your well-being. And during an emergency, you want to be in control of feeding yourself. You want to be in control of making sure your family's okay. Right? Yeah, that kind of seems like a basic thing. My Patriot Supply helps you do that. Yeah, they do. And they get you a four-week emergency food supply <laughs> for only $99. You're talking about 140 servings of food wow. that last up to 25 years. You know, I, I mean, I think that would be one of the big things. You, know, you can go out and buy a lot of food. You can buy a bunch of food and just stash it away somewhere. Uh, it's not going to last 25 years, number one. Number two, you can have uh, pests and stuff get into it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're storing something for a long time, that happens uh, quite often. With my Patriot Supply, they take a step to make sure that doesn't happen to you. Yeah. And, you know, of course, if this was a recorded commercial, we'd have to say, last 25 years or 25 minutes if it's in Jeffy's house. Uh, because <laughs> he'll eat it all. And uh, it'll Wait, be what are they? What's yeah. he saying there? <laughs> I help people. You help people. I help people. That's what he's as soon as I get it, man, uh, I No, I that's share. not what I'm saying. That's no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. uh, but you can get involved in this special by calling 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. Right you know, I just don't like the phone. I like the internet. I really? would only buy it if I could get it on the web. Then go to uh, preparewiththeblaze.com. Prepare with the blaze. It's all Is it the same together. price? Yeah, same mm. price. Four-week supply for $99. Wow. Can you believe it?
Can you believe it? Yeah, but I can't go there on my like phone, right? Like I can't go on my iPhone. Yeah, you could go on your hmm. mobile device. Yes. I can so call do, from my iPhone and I can use the internet. Or you can call internet. from your iPhone or use the internet. Either one's available to you. Does, do they all still have the same disclaimer that you talked about earlier? Oh, the, the Jeffy Last 25 yeah. years or 25 minutes in Jeffy's house. Yes. All oh, of, yeah, limit yeah. two per okay. caller. Yeah. Okay. Limit two per caller, even if you're Jeffy. And no, Jeffy, you can't call from 20 different phone numbers. No. Like you did last week. 888-411-5290 or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Bomb-sniffing dog discovered two Hellfire missiles bound for Portland. Um, Serbia's <laughs> authorities are investigating reports that a cargo package bound for Portland contained two missiles with explosive warheads on a passenger flight from, from Lebanon. Lebanon. Wow. Uh, that's kind of scary. Uh, N1 Television said the package with two guided armor-piercing... <laughs> I hate that guy. Urinated of the armor. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want an armor pissing a missile. You don't no, want you that. do not. You don't want that. Okay, no. they can be deadly. But this is these are two armor piercing uh missiles. So you want those? Uh you do you, not in Portland, no. Okay. You don't. Uh they were discovered Saturday by a sniffer dog <laughs> after Air Serbia. An Air Serbian flight from Beirut landed at a Belgrade airport. Of course, a sniffer dog is going to detect an armor-pissing missile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's what dogs do. That's what dogs do. They always are sniffing around. When there's that. pee around, they yep. they all sniff it out. And so <laughs> That's they what, did. This is one of those moments that would be in one of those like cheesy slideshows. Like these news d bloopers, yep. you're never going to believe it. It's just a picture of like a a, a big boobed like uh, woman like with her top about to fall off. <laughs> And then you click, wait, what is this? And then you and click, then you click and it's like, it'll be it's us. Back going, armor pissing, pissing missile. Oh, no, gee, I mean piercing. And that's it. <laughs> that's the entire and then, and you'll, you'll be like, wait, what does that have to do The next girl. slide's going to be the big boob girl. <laughs> click. And then it's like, it's then it's Jeffy going to the bathroom on the air. It's like, it's just all like, they, it's David Buckner fainting. You're like, wait I mean, a minute, why? That's the story of my life, looking for the next slide. Yeah. Is that it? Is. Anyway. Mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> Jeffy, by the way, is the one creating those slideshows. I just want to make sure we're clear about that. Can, and can we stop with the slideshow thing? No matter what news story it is, by the oh way. Oh, my gosh. I hate, I hate it. Too. They suck the it in just so put bad. The, put the stinking photos on the page. Well, the reason they do that is to get 12 clicks out of you. And my favorite like, one is, my I favorite know. now is... Uh, and then they'll put, they'll put in, uh, they'll insert ads is one of them, or yeah, two of yes. them, or three of uh, them, or four of them. Look. Oh, you won't believe these slides. Number nine, you won't believe. Yeah, they always say uh, that. We'll like, shock you. Tw number 27 is really bad. I'm like, oh, now i got to click to 27. Right. I mean, I, it, all these things work, right? Like, there's a they reason do. Sure people do. do them. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, the clickbait. I hate that clickbait. Yeah, the, you click on all of them, mm -hmm. okay? It's like, the reality yep. is if you can live up to the... To the enticing headline, I'm fine with it. Yes. I don't mind the enticing headline that leads you to something good. I just hate when they give you the enticing headline and it gets to, it's nothing on the other side of it. Yes, yeah. they change them like, up now, too. They change them up so, like, I'll click this. Now, I mean, someone would, not me, but someone might click the link and it would be, oh, I've already seen that one. But mm -hmm. the headline's different. Disappointing. Well, you do consume all media. Very Like, Howard, Howard Stern was the king of all media. You're the consumer of all media. You literally watch every show. 
You see every movie. You click on every shady slideshow. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much you in a nutshell, is it not? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And you know it. Uh, also, this week in progressive lunacy, um, HX story uh, becomes history. Oh, it's it's HX story instead of history because history is too oppressive. History has his, his story. Story mm -hmm. in it. The male perspective. Wow. Yep. Uh -huh. Student Assembly for Power and Liberation. Uh, I mean, just that there is a Student Assembly for Power and Liberation Stop it. is pathetic in and of itself at Western Washington University. They described, it, uh, described themselves uh, and its list of demands as we are the Student Assembly for Power and Liberation. We are a growing group of students from a multitude of communities and disciplines around campus combating the systemic oppression embedded within our society that is inevitably upheld through this institution. You know what they should do? As it was created to uphold white supremacy at its core. They should go start their own school. That's what they should Get do. Get all those old people together. Go, go do your mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Get together. Well, Jeffy, they, this group demands... Um, they, this group demands what a lot of other social justice protesters are demanding across the American campuses. Safe spaces, <laughs> trigger warnings, <laughs> and a trigger warning. Uh, let's discuss what a trigger warning is. Isn't that that, hey, you could be offended by something I'm about to say, so if you don't want to hear it, you better leave now? Trigger well, it's, warnings. Yeah, it's it's going to trigger a It's going to trigger a emotion. negative response in right. you. So it's my responsibility so, to not say that because mm -hmm. it could trigger something negative from you. <laughs> so very, very good way uh, to Potentially distressing material. Yes. Oh. Uh, segregated housing in the name of inclusiveness, Ugh. free money, and diversity. Diversity, uh, except if you're white, of course. But what sets Western Washington's protesters apart is uh, their call for the creation of a new college of power and liberation dedicated to the study and training of social justice warriors. Now that's a good concept right there. Let's get a whole college, a whole university full of social justice warriors. Wouldn't that be good? Mm. And what's the first course on the syllabus? Not history, that's for sure. With that spelling, anyway. Instead, the College of Power and Liberation will teach HX story. History? History. <laughs> Is that what they're going for? <laughs> kind of sounds like it could work. I mean, uh, are so you stupid. really that pathetic? Are you really that pathetic? Plus, actual history is violent and could be triggering to sensitive eyes and ears, and they don't want to trigger anything. Just to make sure I'm understanding, you're asking the Student Assembly of Power and Liberation if they're really that pathetic? Yes. Okay. The answer to that would be yes. Yes. The answer is yes. I mean, anytime you're... Like, there's just a an embarrassment that goes along with admitting you're so fragile yeah. that you need a safe space, that you, need, that you can mm -hmm. be triggered, that, uh, you know, it's like... I just step back and just, you know, say, hey, I can handle my life. Mm -hmm. I can handle things. When people say things that I might not like, I can handle it. But they can't. They can't. They whoa, cannot. Oh, you need to say that with a, before you say that, there needs to be a trigger warning. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to give you a trigger warning, Jeff. Oh, my God. Ever. You're never going to get a trigger warning from <clears throat> me. It's like, it, it just, it's so embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, Isn't there it just is. that level of built-in just shame 
And you're just like, God, I can't believe I'm acting like this. I'm so pathetic. <laughs> like, don't you, aren't you, aren't you self-aware enough to conjure that emotion up? Well, they're not, I guess. No. I guess, not. I guess no, they're, not. they're not. I, I guess they've been so coddled their entire lives that, you know, the least bit of provocation just turns them into a, a bowl of jello. It's pretty amazing. Pretty sad to watch mm -hmm. that, that American students can't handle uh, the least bit of provocation. Like, hey, I, I don't want to be challenged in any way by anybody at any time. And if you're about to challenge me, I need to be told that in advance right. so I know that I must leave. None of these people and had, go to a safe space. Had some parent, I really, male, I know. female, or whatever gender, yeah. tell you, get over it as a kid? It's true. No. It's why you see so many of these people on American Idol that think they're so good and they're mm -hmm. just so awful. And you can't believe it. In some of those cases, I mean, some of those I think are jokes. Yeah, they and they, are. they just they pretend like they're good when they know they're not. Silly radio shows. I really think some of them believe they're really good because they've been told their whole lives, oh, honey, that was so good. Yeah. You, you're going to be a little star someday. Yeah. You're mm -hmm. gonna be, and so they think they're entitled to be a star because they've been told their whole lives, oh, that was really good. Even though you didn't hit a note, that was really good. <laughs> Wow. It's I mean, look, I, it's hard to You got to walk the line. You know, I mean, it's yeah, hard. You, you, don't wanna, you don't want to be there. There was a point, certainly, in our history where probably the opposite was true. In which, you know, you, you know people sort of beat up on their kids, maybe too much <clears> tough love. <throat> but there's, a, there's an answer in between there, I think, when you're trying to just be honest with them. Yeah, my kids know? are in an art class with a teacher from, uh, she's from Russia. Yeah, she's great. And she, she's awesome. <laughs> she does not. Sugarcoat, because in you know in the Ukraine, in Russia, they don't sugarcoat stuff for kids. They tell it like it is, and when they, when they do something she doesn't like, she doesn't say, "Oh, that's really good, nice try." She's like, "No, no, 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 awful, not good, not good. Start over, do this." And I mean, they're just—they've come to understand mm -hmm. that's her way, mm -hmm. and not to be offended by it, but just try something else. Try to do mean, it better. She next doesn't time. mean you're horrible, right? She means this particular drawing at this particular time in your life. That's horrible. Is horrible. That's horrible. It's bad. In her opinion, that's not good. And that's not going to win you any awards. So move right. on. I, there you go. Pretty refreshing. More patents do coming up in a sec. By the way, great break there, Jeffy. You're going to be a star someday. You're great. You're great. Oh, You're really good. Good. trigger warning. What? Yeah, I'm what? about to tell me. Oh, you really suck. Yeah, you suck. And you're really bad fat. <laughs> I don't What? I gave a trigger warning. Oh, you did. You could have gone to a safe space. <coughs> Hello. And welcome to Pat and Stu. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. You're just uh, Stu's looking through the uh, BuzzFeed thing, and it, it's hard to get through. Uh, BuzzFeed because it's such a bad website. Well, it's two I, things. It's like they're doing so. They've done a really good job digging up. They have, but that's stuff. because they're they love to get at Republicans. You think that's right? what it is? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, 
I don't know. We'll see, I guess, right? I mean, yeah. going forward, I, I, you know, so far, because Trump is the target, like, they have not, you know, uh, I, I think they've done some other things as well, but they've been particularly good on Trump, um, digging up things from his past, you know, interviews he's done that no one else has covered. Uh, they just, they're running a piece here where Donald Trump, has, it's print ads for Trump University in which he's promising you to be, make you a millionaire within a year. It's amazing. Um, how he got away with this, even at the time, I don't know. And what, did the, what, like, what did the ads say? Uh, hold on, I was opening it up to send it to you for tomorrow's uh, prep here. Let's see if I still have it here somewhere. Okay, here it is. Um, Sadly, got, it's uh, only it's a print ad, right? Yeah. It's not... If you're not a millionaire by December 2008, you didn't attend my foreclosure workshop. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, then you've got, and this is all uh, quotes from Donald Trump. Um, uh, then there's another, investors nationwide are making millions in foreclosures, and so can you. I like that one because it's not necessarily saying people who go to his conference. It just means that there are investors in different parts of the country that are making millions. It doesn't mean that you're going to or that anyone in my Trump University will, has, but, you know, come on. Um, then you've got, um, he based one, Are You My Next Apprentice, um, based on his TV show, of course. Uh, another one, um, I'll show you this, uh, how to turn this sizzling opportunity into a tidal wave of profits. <laughs> like, what is sizzling and tidal wave? That really is a quote, isn't it? Because what would a sizzling thing have to do with a tidal wave? <laughs> it's, like, it's just a, a, a completely pointless, like, mixed metaphor. Mm -hmm. uh, shocking. Um, profit from the billion-dollar bailouts that have opened the door for unprecedented investment opportunities. Um, wait a minute. I thought this guy was against bailouts. Oh, wait. Well, he was for them then. So, um, What else? Uh, current rise of foreclosures is an incredible opportunity for you to make in leg legendary real estate deals. And on and on and on and on and on. So anyway, we'll have some of those tomorrow. We'll go into a little bit more in depth. Maybe we can uh, show you the ads tomorrow here on the Patents 2 program. Yeah, it's just, be it's fun. just an embarrassment. I mean, the guy has been a constant embarrassment for the last decade. And or more. And then you sit here and you're just like, oh, well, you know what we should do is put it, make him president. Let's, let's make him look like he's the best we have to offer as a nation. Or That's not. A good idea. You know, hmm. or not. Yeah. Um, over the last several years, pop music has been inundated with uh, massive hits with one-word song titles. Apparently that's a way to get uh, a really big song played on the radio, and that's just to name it with one word, like happy, fancy. Rude, problem. How does problem go? I don't know that one. I think I know the other ones. I don't know problem. Don't know problem either? Um, Jeffy? No? Nobody? No takers on problem? Jealous? Sure, it's very good. Chandelier. Mm -hmm. Hello. That's an Adele song, right? Hello. It's also a Lionel Richie song. <laughs> and Lionel Richie. <laughs> From back mm -hmm. in the day. Sorry. Uh, just a few. Those are just a few examples. Um, we're in the era of the shrinking pop song title, apparently. The transition has taken place slow enough that you may not have noticed it, but when you look back at the history of pop, the change is stark. Here's mm. an actual... We actually have a chart on this. That's great. The rise of the one-word <laughs> word song title, percent of Billboard Hot 100 singles uh, that are one word by, by decade. In the 60s, 8.8%. 9.7 in the 70s. 11.1 in the 80s. The 90s, uh, 13.2. It just keeps going up. Almost 20% in the 2000s. And the 2010s, 23.2% are. Wow. Mm. Look at that rise. That's a stark rise it's right kinda, there. It is a weird thing. I guess it is weird. See. I mean, there's got to be some research behind it, I'm sure. But uh, it also it just feels like that like constant uh, walk sprint towards idiocracy. Like it is like 
you know, it's very much what that movie talks about. And that, like, you know, you just get to that point where everyone's just essentially grunting to communicate. At some, some point, it'll just be like, ah, is number one this week, and oh, is number two. <laughs> it really are. It's, you listen to the lyrics of these songs, it's like, it's barely, they barely spend five minutes putting them together. Yeah. I, Wait it, a second. So I was just looking at the uh, lyrics of Problem. Okay. Okay. With uh, Iggy Azalea and Ariana Grande. Oh, and, uh, Ariana Grande. One less problem with without yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I got one less problem without ya. I got one less. I got one less problem without ya. I got one less problem without ya. I got one less. One less problem. I mean, what it's are you talking good. about, it's Steve? Pretty good. I will say, uh, <laughs> Ariana Grande on Saturday Night Live this week. Holy yeah, she knocked crap, it out of the park. is she good. Yeah, she was really good. I, she's like, uh, it's unbelievable. She's, uh, first of all, she really does have, like, she's very talented, like, has an amazing voice. But she does impressions of, like, all these singers. It's amazing. Like, her oh. Celine Dion, we I've may have played one of them before. Yeah. It might have been the Celine Dion one. She's a hideous, 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 horrible little. And I kind of wondered. Ariana? This is, this is yeah. what are you talking about? She's an American hater. Yeah, yeah, she had that big bad. She's yeah. nasty. Well, well, you know, she was, like, Stand licking the her. donuts and, yeah. you know. But and, and I was kind of wondering why is she still around, right? Like you feel like when you have those controversies, unless you're really talented and really like popular, you kind of just go away, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing here. Yeah. I, I think she actually is really talented, and and you see her on that show. She did she did a she had a Jennifer Lawrence impression <laughs> that was really good. She did. Yeah, like I like she actually yeah. seemed like a talented performer outside of just singing. And her voice is, I mean, as much as you know, I don't want to hear the. The problem without you song um, very much. It's she has no, maybe you didn't hear one the of lyrics. those voices. What was it again, Jeffy? Can you Jeffy? Can you oh, remind him of the lyrics? Because I, I think you misunderstood. Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, maybe uh, this will shut you up on your little. Okay. No, I Good. Okay. One less problem without you. Mm. I got one less problem without you. I got one less problem without you. I got one less. One less problem. You see how she mixed it up there a little bit at yeah, the end? Yeah, I didn't even. It completely, so. completely changed the rhythm of it. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> now what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, I got nothing. Stu, I got one thank less you. problem you got, without. Yeah. We got yeah. one less problem without, yeah. Thank, okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, she was actually really good in that. I mean, I, to the point She's of like. She is talented. Yeah, I saw her do that yeah. on. I don't know, some late night I show. I feel like we played it on Patton's too. We might have. Yeah. I think we did. Because uh, uh, she, she did Celine Dion. She did uh, Whitney Houston. She yeah. did a bunch of different people. It was the same type of she stuff. She was really good. She did, like, yeah, and it was like she was filling it. Like, she had to fill in and sing for all these artists that were, like, the streaming was going down. So she had to just step in and start singing as them. It was basically <laughs> just a showcase for her to be able to do these of impersonations. But they were really good. Uh, and, you know, and then she's singing her songs, and she's really talented. And then she's doing, you know, just her acting. Um, she did uh, Jennifer Lawrence impression that was funny, and also she looked very, very good. She was. Uh, uh, there's no question. She's. She, you know, yeah, she did that well too. She's not exactly an eyesore. Right. Yes. That's that's how I would right. put it. I mean, look, every show is going to have some eye candy. I give you ours right here. I mean, look at this thing. Look at that. That's some eye candy right there, right over there. Right there. That. Right there. Uh -huh. I don't. I. I. I candy. Look, right there. Jeffy, you, you can't don't just use me like that. Look, you say so many brilliant things on the air. <laughs> but really, the reason you're here, you're here is, I mean, look at that. Uh, look at that. Look at that. Seriously, that's look why at you're that. here. So that's why. I, I mean, this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. You could tell. 
You could you tell you work hard. Work hard at this. You could tell yeah. there's moments where you're just like, ah, I am full. I don't need to eat. You know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, do it for the show. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, do it for the Wait, show. You're, there's those moments when he's full and he's going to eat anyway? That's, <laughs> like, I can't eat another bite. You know what? I'm going to power through it. Really? That's the sort of hard work he does for the show. So he's not like time. powering through another re rep. Well, no, another rep. Uh, it's another rep. It's another rep. Another it's, rep. It's, it's this. All right. You know, the <coughs> no one power plate, through plate to mouth. Rip. Fork to my mouth. Fork to mouth curl, curls. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot. That's good. Sometimes at the tearing moment, you just move the plate closer. Ah, uh, that's right. He does trough it occasionally. Oh, yeah. No, but that's, that's all right. So I don't know. Is that interesting? Right. Do you find any larger cultural significance? I think it's an interesting observation that there's one word song titles. Part of me just thinks that, like, we just don't want anything complicated anymore. The easier, the dumber, the better. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, I don't know, I don't know where I'm getting that, that idea from. Well, they say, we can't be sure, but it's probably no accident that the shrinking of the song title coincided with the rising importance of single sales. Uh, in the 90s, CD album sales made up over 90% of music revenue. Uh, due to the emergence of the internet, that percentage has decreased to less than 50% now. Wow. Mostly replaced by digital downloads and streams of singles. So I guess, yeah, they're just kind of dumbing everything down and making it easier to get the song you want. And if you just want Jealous, you can find it on iTunes. I, I suppose that's pro there's probably something behind it, right? Um, but it's kind of sad that nobody's buying CDs anymore. Boy, it's, no kidding. It's, I mean, I'm not either, though. I'm part of that problem. If I want, if I want a greatest hits iPod list or... You know, I, I compile it on a CD and play it in my car, whatever, and I, I, I always get individual songs. I was digging through a box in the garage this weekend, and it was it's a box full of, of CDs, and you just, I don't even know why I have them. I yeah. don't know why. Do you I ever know. listen to them? I know. You, I don't know why you keep them. Uh, you know, because mm -mm. I went through that whole process of ripping all the CDs and putting them into the digital, and because like, I wanted them on the digital, and it's like, first of all, of course, those are the things they don't work anymore. <laughs> they never work. Mm -hmm. And now, they don't like, match up with the right product. Yeah, I know. And now, like with um, stuff like uh, Spotify and I mean, Apple Music is like this as well. It's yeah. just like you just listen to whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, whatever you, you, you want, whenever you want. We've talked about it before. You don't have to hear eight songs you don't like to hear the three, two or three you do like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I to the point like because I grew up, you know, really mainly in the cassette era. You know, where like you, it was really like I, I was getting to like high school. I feel like era when it was like CDs were coming out. So it was like mostly like my young childhood. I remember cassettes, and I remember like there are songs that will finish, and I will be like, I will know if I flip the tape where it would be because <laughs> yes. I listened to that one song. And like a lot of times, like if you got lucky, like the song would end. If you flipped it to the other side, you'd be at the beginning of another song you liked, and you could kind of mm -hmm. just go back and forth like this over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, it's like you know, it, you go through those like it's all gone. I mean, you, you don't yeah. do any of that stuff anymore. I mean, a quick the rewind. Song, yeah, the flip song. It, rewind just one, two, yep. three. That's it. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, you get good at that after a while, or like fast forwarding, like like you, no with reason the pause for that, button, no. and like, yeah, you, I mean, you got really good at it after a while. Yeah. Or like one of them, you could like, I remember I had a, one of the tape recorders where you could a uh, uh, cassette player where you could, if you held the play button down as you rewinded it, you could hear like oh, you get the, the sound. The sound. Yeah. So like when you when it stopped, you knew to press play. That was key. And then they came out with the ones where like you'd press fast forward and it would go to the next song. It would skip to the next song. Mm -hmm. That was like and then they had the ones where you didn't even have to take the tape out. Oh, yeah, it would flip inside, inside. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
amazing technology. <laughs> now, uh, you don't have to worry about any of that. You actually just search in literally any song title possible. When you think about just the advantages of just YouTube, mm -hmm. right. forget, forget the actual music services. You can go to YouTube and find any song at any time. Anything. Mm -hmm. And it's, they're all up there. And if they have a video, they're there. But a lot of times it's just the music track with like either pictures that are associated with it or the lyrics of the song or something stupid like that. You can find almost anything. Yeah. It is incredible. Yeah. Unless everybody wants, wants you to pay to download it. And, you know, if you just subscribe to any service, you can download them easy. They're yours. Yeah. They're with you, right? And you're on your phone mm -hmm. right there. Yep. Let's do them anytime you want. I mean, it really is it. unbelievable. It's I amazing it. for everyone except the artists. <laughs> We're really sucked yeah. for Yeah, that. they're dying. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you're a new music artist coming up, I, I, I don't know how you make money anymore in this. I, I mean, I guess if you're Taylor Swift, but there's yeah, only sure. one Taylor Swift, yeah. right? The high one end Adele. is still really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Adele. high end, but, but the, the lower end, the people who used to make a lot of money are just not making any anymore. It's got to work or go on the road, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what it is. It really becomes work. a live tour business. Yeah. It's the one thing yeah. that they can't, digital can't get rid of. I mean, seeing someone right. in person is the one. That's why I like. And then sell your stuff there. That was, was. I guess. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. It's a tough road. It is. It's Pi Day mm -hmm. because it's 314, 3.14, which is pi <laughs> in uh, math. And so, yeah, go ahead and bring us a uh, thank you so much. Uh, we've got, uh, so we have uh, an assortment of pies because this is, you know, science now, 3.14 uh, right. pi. Um, and so we had to check out pi to see if they really were 3.14. So far, it doesn't look like it, but I mean, what do I know? I don't you know. know what I, mean? I don't know what you know. Jeffy? I don't know that much. Jeffy knows pie. Jeffy. Jeffy. Uh, you were very proud of yourself. Oh, I nailed every one of them as they as they made their way to my well. I mean, as they what made was their there way to, to my desk, and then they made their way over there instead of staying here. I'm very disappointed about that. What was? What are you proud of, though? You just named the pie by seeing the pie. Is that? <laughs> that was what you. <laughs> I guess yeah, so. I can't put it like so that. Let's it see, you sound like you, much of an you couldn't get them all. Well, what do you mean, get them? I mean, we knew this was lemon meringue here, all right? It could that, have been, could have been banana. This uh, apple strudel or whatever it is. Yeah, the apple. A little really apple good. crumb. Really good. And you didn't get the peach, so you lose. I freaking love peach, too. I actually I don't like asked peach. for peach. What, well, peach is best with ice cream, with vanilla ice cream. Oh, Jeff, see, this is what I mean. I mean, people all the time come up to me and they say, <laughs> what is the value of having Jeffy on the air? Like, why do you do it? Like, they why, do? Uh -huh. why is he, why is, why do you even let him in the building? Like, right. I don't even understand it. And I say, you well, know, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. All right, so here's the pie. Uh, <laughs> so you don't dispute it at all? You just say that's a great point? No, that story's over. Oh. Go with the time. Um, <laughs> no, this is the time because Jeffy knows. Jeffy knows something about the finer things in life. Mm-hmm. I will say, 
Now, usually those finer things are stolen from someone. But right. Hey, stolen. Yeah. What's that? What is? What was that? Hey, stolen. What's that's, your line there? A, <laughs> and this comes to. Such a. <laughs> it's oh. a harsh word. It is. That is really good. Um, so anyway, we're eating good pie. pie. But for anyway. Pie day. So we wanted to. The reason why we're doing <clears> this for today. I said, tell you, settle the debate once and for all who was the best founding father. Right. Now, I've maintained for a long time that it is Ben Franklin. I believe it's Ben Franklin. The guy wasn't a president, which I like. An inventor. Uh, helped, uh, helped humanity a did lot. Did he invent pie? Was an abolitionist very early. Right. Right. No. Mm -hmm. He did not invent pie. He didn't. However, I've changed now to Thomas Jefferson. Now, really? yeah, did he have some problems? Sure. But listen to this. Five foods that Thomas Jefferson introduced or this made popular in unbelievable. America. Unbelievable. This is going to blow you away. If you didn't like Thomas Jefferson before because of the slave thing or whatever, you'll forget all of his sins. Yes. Number one, <laughs> ice cream. The guy invented ice, ice cream, cream or at least introduced it there into America. There doesn't really need to be anything else on the list. Oh, yeah, but there is macaroni and cheese. Ice cream. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Okay. That's number two. How about French fries? The man is responsible for obesity in America. He is. He pretty is. much, yeah. almost single-handedly, made America fat. Mm. Uh, uh, champagne. Champagne, I'm not a big I fan of. Take but, your leave uh, and pretty much leave. Yes, you do leave actually all I the time. I do leave it. And Parmesan cheese, this which is another good one. Four out of the five things are just home runs, I mean, man. that's unbelievable. Hey, you know, and then there was a, something else, too, that he was responsible for, a declaration of some sort. Yeah, uh, I think, also, I think that's, a, that's the French fry. The declaration yeah, the declaration of the, of the fries. Uh, I think is what it's called, but mm. this meringue's pretty good. Yeah, let's get this a good combination. We're gonna get a combination bite. You get the meringue mm -hmm. uh -huh. with the lemon, the apple strudel, the lemon and the Jeffy, peach. You should have some. Jeffy, <laughs> not no, really. we don't really have any left. <laughs> no, there's plenty right. There's some mm -hmm. right there though. Mm -hmm. Not enough. Mm -hmm. We'll see you tomorrow. You need to mix them up. What is the meringue with the peach? Mm. Oh,